How's it going, everybody? Xander Fryer, CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching here. In this podcast, we're going to be interviewing the founder of Pure Life Organics, Todd Lamb, who's going to talk about his story going from being, you know, his last 2K in the bank to, you know, $60 million business. You know, he used to be a SWAT team or the equivalent of a SWAT team lead up in Canada. You know, Todd's going to talk about some amazing stuff around that journey, around you know, how close he came to failing, around what he's able to do now you know, with his social enterprise and being able to impact the world, as well as the importance of mentorship and what got him out of his funk. So you're not going to want to miss this episode. We're looking forward to seeing you on the inside. All right. How's it going, everybody? Xander Fryer, CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching here with my good buddy, Todd Lamb, the founder of Pure Life Organics. Todd, I can't wait to dig in with you, but just for everybody out there, I wanted to give everybody a quick introduction on how I met Todd. I met Todd at one of the masterminds that we are both in 100 Millionaire Mastermind Experience. I can never get that right. right? Something. That's close enough. Good enough. But I met Todd at 100 MME and we both spoke at another buddy's mastermind a couple of weeks ago. And I was listening to Todd's stories around how he started Pure Life Organics and where they're at now. Uh, just so everybody's aware, this year the goal for them is to hit 60 million. But I was really excited to get Todd on the show and just talk about his entrepreneurial journey. So Todd, welcome to the High Impact Coaching Show. Thanks so much, Xander. It's good to connect with you again, my friend. Yep. I'm excited to dig in with you, man. Now, you know, I think there's a lot of stuff that I love about you. Obviously, you're Canadian, so everybody loves you. <laughs> but, you know, the, you know, one of the things that we connected on is, you know, you fly in helicopters in your spare time. And we'll talk yeah. about that in a bit. But before we dig in, I think, you know, one of my things that I love to do with all of our guests is just kind of getting their story to how they started their business. And I think you have a very unique story for why you started Pure Life Organics. And I'd, I'd love for you to share that with everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit long, convoluted story. I mean, I started in the online space, just as a hobby back in 2007, 2008 sort of following along a mutual friend of ours, Craig Valentine. You were a cop at the time. Yes, I was. Yeah. I spent just about 20 years as a police officer where I had the good fortune to run a SWAT team. We call it tactical in Canada, but yeah, that was the team leader when I left and then finally retired to run business full time and in the health and wellness space. Started primarily in the guys space focused on helping guys regain their vitality through optimizing testosterone, body weight workouts, nutrition, that kind of stuff anchored in what I had learned through both my certifications in nutrition and in personal training, but really being in the role and having to be in that constant state of fitness and readiness. And you don't, you don't have a lot of leeway when you're in that sort of role, right? You have to be no. a top performer at all times. Yeah. And it's tactical fitness is interesting. You know, you're never peaking for an event. It's kind of an all year yeah. round thing. And we were a smaller 17 person team at the time and you're on call 24, seven, 365. It's a very restrictive lifestyle. And so between, you know, working out and sleeping and doing other jobs for guys who weren't in the team leader role, they had a, you know, a primary duty as well. You are required to be fit and ready at all times. Yeah. And we would be tested a couple times a year to make sure we're meeting standards. So yeah, it was good. And then I took what I learned there into the private sector. And eventually in 2015, as things really started to escalate in January of 2015, I eventually had to make 
the decision to go stay policing or go full time. And I decided to take the leap into business full time. From there, that continued to evolve even further where we continued to have some success. And as we started building, we realized the importance of building a brand and how customers could associate to that brand. And as that started to get successful, we realized that, hey, we can do something more than just help people. We can also help the planet at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, we've kind of coined the phrase healthy people, healthy planet or the hashtag or whatever the young kids are doing these days. <laughs> something, know? something about social media that's causing it to get places. Precisely. You've got uh, a yeah. person in the, in the business now who handles that. So that's what's important. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it really became apparent. And that's the nice thing about having some measures of success because it really affords you these opportunities to carry that message in a powerful way. And we realized that, you know, our products and our programs are transformational people's lives, but that we had what I felt was a larger responsibility. And we really wanted to do something that would have a near-term impact on the planet. And to be honest, you know, aside from more whales, the best way to reduce the carbon impact is to plant more trees. And what I'm so excited about is the technological advance in tree planting that's happening. There are some pioneers in the space right now out there testing basically seed pods. And the delivery method is by drone swarms. And instead of planting, you know, 20, 30 trees an hour, they can do 10x that. And so that's really... So I want to dig into this for just a second, right? Because I think that's... You know, we can dig into all the business stuff in in a minute here. But I think this is one of the things that I love about you that makes this so unique. And I want everybody listening to kind of like, I don't know, absorb this or whatever, right? Because I think so many people have this stigma around you know, building businesses and making money and, you know, especially in the coaching space, there's a lot of guilt around making more money, right? But, you know, you're telling me right now that what you've been able to do from, you know, building your business and getting to where you are at right now, you're literally like doing some things that are like pushing forward towards like saving the planet, right? So much bigger cause because of that. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you're first starting out, you're like, holy smokes, I just hope I can, you know, eat. Yeah, I hope I can put some food on the table for me and my family. Right. <laughs> totally. Totally. And then, you know, just these opportunities start to arrive. And even as you're starting out, sometimes when you can tie your business to some level of social responsibility. Or a car. That, yeah. Yeah. It resonates with your customers, your clientele, your followers in that deeper way right out of the gate. It was a little slower coming for us because I really wanted to be sure about what it was we wanted to set up to do. And I wanted the impact to be not something that's just an idea, you know, 40, 50 years down the road, but that can change the planet in the next 10, 15 years, you know. Something like, that like, you can actually see the difference in your life. 100%. Yeah. And it's exciting. See, the interesting thing about the industry, forestry, deforestation, forest fires, all that kind of stuff is the technological side always been advanced on the harvesting side. Yeah. The planting side is still the same as it was, you know, 60, 70 years ago. But now with the use of drones, and the use of seed pods and the technology that's embedded in these seed pods that these trees can germinate on their own for up to nine months. 
yeah. you know, and the ability to go back with these drones and map out and see the progress and put the right trees in the right place at the right time. It's serious. And in terms of the impact that it can have, you know, we just have to look at what, what happened. It's crazy as you're talking through this right now. And obviously like I'm pretty close to this, obviously my wife is from Australia and they just had, you know, what may have been the biggest, you know, wildfire in history or something. It was like whatever, a magnitude larger than Amazonian rainforest. It sounds like this could actually be a significant help for something like that like and the reality of it it is the company that i've been speaking with and and that we're trying to get more done together in the near future is airseedtech.com and they are in australia one of their founders and the gentleman that i spoke with is the partner that's in australia and the other partner involved in that company is from South Africa. So they're working largely in those two areas, which deforestation is extraordinarily real in those parts of the world. And so they were doing a capital raise on their business and they even had to postpone it because they're just too busy out planting now and and just the governmental contracts are extraordinary for their technology and there's just not enough of it. You know, it's the need for it is far out. Exceeding the capacity at the moment. Damn. So obviously you're doing some amazing stuff now. You know, talk to me about, you know, starting Pure Life Organics and, you know, what you had to go through in the early days to get to this point now. I think that's, (laughs) I always love talking to people about their journey and I see that big smile on your face. So, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, there's a couple of things to consider. I think, you know, certainly mindset is one of them. Certainly understanding business. I think when I first started out, sort of as a side hustle. I didn't really think about it as a business. Even when I made the full leap in 2015, retired from policing and into business, you know, I still didn't really understand business and the fundamentals and scaling. I was just kind of doing these activities that happen to make money, you know, and then they didn't. And (laughs) then, you know, I just walked away from you know, $130,000 a year job as a sergeant in a tactical unit. I had a $2 million pension for when I retire, pay me $7,000 a month for the rest of my life. And I kicked it to the curb because, you know, I believed in what we were doing. And right in the midst of that time, the industry just shifted and the methodologies for client or customer acquisition just shifted. And man, we got right down. I think at one point I was down to my last 2000 bucks in the bank. And yeah, my wife walked in and caught me going through. My wife wanted ads. caught me. This is not how most yeah, yeah, conversations yeah. go, Todd, but, but let's keep this going. I'm in, I'm invested. Yeah, I, it's, you know, I got doing one of these, uh, yeah. trying to close the computer quick. But it was, to, it was to job opportunities because we had created this new product, which was the sort of the foundation at the beginning of Pure Life Organics, although we hadn't rebranded yet. And it was creating these really transformational results in people's lives, but we couldn't get the message out properly. And, you know, we paid good money to have it, you know, even my business partner is a gifted copywriter and we even went one more level and paid for it to be written and that didn't do it. You know, we tried. So at this point, at this point, you had... Turned down a $2 million pension. Yep. You'd gone out completely on your own. Down to your last 2000 bucks. How much had you invested in like testing to get the message? <laughs> oh, God. Well, 
just to have the letter written was $25,000. Yeah. Then to test it, we test and tweak. And then each time we were throwing between 10 and $15,000 at these tests, which would last a week. And then we go, you know, the guy that was running the traffic yeah. would inevitably ping me. I can, me I can on tell Skype. I just like struck a nerve with you. I can see <laughs> yeah. it in your eyes. Like <laughs> my jaw, I feel like my jaw is taking you back to, right. to your yeah. trauma. <laughs> and he'd be like, Hey man, have you seen it? And I'm like, what's the word? He's like, yeah, no, we're not there yet. And then it was just like, I was panicking. Like I, you know, in the way that you do, but I'm also a firm believer in keeping a positive mindset. But, you know, reality is sometimes a very, very strong and compelling animal. So, yeah, you know, I continued, you know, we tried a couple different things and then Finally, one day, you know, the guy running our traffic, you know, it was our last test. Like it was, this was test number do four. Or, this was we'd, do or die. Yeah. Yeah. We'd spent about between 30 and well, all told we were into it for 60 to 65,000 bucks at that point. Yeah. And that's significant amounts of money in any business. I don't care, you know, what it is. You don't make that decision lightly. You know, he pinged us and he said, Hey, have you seen it today? And I said, no. And he's like, yeah, it, we're there. It's, we're getting the right dollars back. I can't even tell you <laughs> the elation I felt. And, you know, even from that point, it was still a grind. Like we'd have these really yeah. good days and, and we'd have these days that weren't, you know, it was like, ah, you know, and then it just, it went absolutely ballistic from that point and, yeah. and led to an entire rebranding of rethinking of where we were heading and, and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's so important to understand for people because like, you know, for me, like when I first started my entrepreneurial journey, you know, there was one point, same thing where I was, you know, I quit my job. I was $25,000 in credit card debt. I was probably about like two or three weeks away from like not being able to pay my rent and like, uh, you know, having to figure yeah. out like, I'm a 30 year old kid. Do I go call my parents and be like, I'm moving home? Like the, <laughs> what the hell just happened? Right. <laughs> and I always thought that I was unique. And then the more I meet amazing entrepreneurs, almost everybody has this story of being like this close to yeah. you know being completely done. Yeah. And it's something, you know, it's like, there's always that turnaround, but a big part of it is just like keeping the faith, keeping pushing, moving forward. But just like you mentioned, even when you make that turnaround, it's not like you turn it around and then, oh, I'm good to go. It's like, no, you're still fighting every moment of every day. Oh. Yeah. Then a period of time, right? Man, my mentality, like I'm hunting for success every minute of every day. You know, I take ample time to relax, focus yeah. on other things, but it is on my mind 24 seven and in different areas and different aspects of the business. Yeah. But I am never not thinking about it for two reasons. I'm super passionate about what we're doing, but I want to make it better. And, you know, when you start to realize that the more success you have, the more impact you can have. Yeah. It's exciting. It's exhilarating. And it's like, you know, somebody will tell you a story and it'll be like, ah, oh, like if only I could just do the thing for the person yeah. to get them right there today, create that shortcut for them. If only I could, you know, save all those hungry dogs, you know, yeah. <laughs> I need to watch that, you know, I'm not too much of a bleeding heart because I will definitely do things like that. But well, I think um, I, that's, that's amazing. It's like, once you really get going, you start to develop this mentality of like, just like you mentioned, it's like, yeah, the discomfort that it causes me is like minimal 
compared yeah. to the impact that I can have on others as I continue yeah. to push through it. As you get bigger and bigger, you just see more of it and it just reaffirms that drive to continue forward. So Yeah, you know, I'm sure that's kind of where the Gates family ended up with, you know, building the biggest charity in the history of the world because, you know, the business stuff ultimately can be run by smarter people that are, you know, far more savvy in the world of business that are aligned with your vision and values. But those other things, when you get to focus on having an impact on people and places in a way that's so transformational and leaves a legacy beyond what, you know, my lifetime, it's wildly exciting. Yeah, I just can't get enough of it. I can't, you know, research enough about it. I can't get enough seeds. I can't, you know, like, it's it's crazy. Uh, That's absolutely amazing. So let me ask you this. What do you feel was your biggest mistake in entrepreneurship when you were getting up and running? Oh boy, I didn't get a mentor early on. And people are like, you know, maybe they think that's overrated or since I started doing that and getting mentored, connecting with people, meeting them in person, that was when the trajectory changed from, you know, a little trickle, you know, coming out of the dam to an absolute flood. It was wildly exponentially more effective to be guided by people who had been there and done it who could you know frame the things that I needed to do and execute without question so I was slow and you know I didn't realize you know I don't hide the fact that I paid a hundred thousand dollars to go to a mastermind people would think that's crazy I thought five thousand dollars was crazy when I paid that the first time I actually went to a live event because I was so shit scared yeah and it was all on my credit card but that's absolutely what transformed things yeah. and every single time I go to one of these events what I get out of it is 10x what I paid for it. It's so funny because you and I chatted about, you know, like how we signed up for a hundred millionaire experience. And I think, you know, the thing that we both kind of agreed on is like, you and I are kind of like stupidly decisive. Um, I think Joel had like a, by the way, everybody, this is the mastermind that we're both a part of. And Joel Marion, the, you know, one of the founders, one of the co-founders with Dan Fleischman, Joel basically just like told you about it and you're like, yeah, is it worth it? And he's like, yes. And you're like, let's go. And, (laughs) And Craig, so Craig, one of our mutual friends, Craig Valentine texted me and he just goes, Xander, do you trust me? And I sent him back, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) And and he texted me, he said, you have to join a hundred millionaire experience. So, you know, for you, it was like one conversation. For me, it was like 10 words to spend $100,000 because we know the value that can come from being around those types of people, being in those communities. And it really is exponential. You know, like our goal this year as a business is to hit 60 million. And in that room, I'm like a teeny little fly. You know, there are extraordinarily smart people in this world. And, you know, to pay a hundred grand to spend a year learning from them, interacting with them, that's a nickel deal. I do that all day long every day because we will always get our return on that investment. Did you you get any time with Walter O'Brien? Oh man, he's scary. I spent about 15 minutes with him and it was terrifying because my entire worldview shifted in about 15 minutes. For those of you guys who don't know Walter O'Brien, look him up. He's the clinically world's smartest man with like 196 IQ. By the way, Albert Einstein was like a 162 or something like that. (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah, wildly smart and exposing, you know, your weak points in your business, which I'm just like, I actually don't want to have this conversation anymore <laughs> because I feel like I'm... Because I like sleeping at night. <laughs> yeah, it's just the exposure is, is too wide, too far. But yeah, so, you know, the biggest mistake to get anchored back to your point there was I, I didn't get mentored quick enough. And I didn't understand that I was actually running a business. And so from that perspective, you're not just creating things for sale. You're running a business. You're looking at numbers. If you need to know anything inside and out, it's knowing your numbers, what you can pay to acquire a customer, how long it takes you to make that money back, and then establish the rhythm around that system. Yeah. I think that's so huge too, because a lot of, you know, obviously we have a lot of coaches that, you know, follow us and listen to this show. And I think for, you know, coaches, coaches get into their business because they love coaching, right? And I always talk about how, you know, to have a successful coaching business, there's two halves, there's coaching and there's business, right? You can be a great coach, but if you don't learn the business stuff, like you are, you know, like dead in the water. Right. Yeah, one of the biggest parts that we hit on for our clients is like knowing your numbers. Like you can't yeah. run a business without knowing your numbers. Right. Yeah. You know, customers are the lifeblood of your business and you have to know where to find them and then what you can pay to acquire them. Before the model in 2015 was you could lean on your friend who had a warm email list and they would fire their stuff off for you. If it was 65, 75% commission, great. Yeah. By 2017, that changed to 90. Now, you know, what it costs to acquire a customer, your front end funnel maybe doesn't even pay for that. So you just have to be very good at monetization on, you know, depending on the nature of your offer as well. But that's the business side of it. And I am relentless about running numbers. And I'm not a spreadsheet guy. And in fact, one of the biggest things that steps I had to take was hire a COO who came from the oil and gas sector who didn't understand our space. And I brought a really unique perspective to the business. And, you know, it's good to have those scary, smart people around because they, they get it. They understand fundamentals and, you know, the numbers that it takes, the systems and processes that are required to be effective and the ability to negotiate but um you know it's it's nice to have grown-ups in the business every now and again (laughs) to let us kids mess stuff up and and let them fix it yeah totally get the finger wagging every once in a while oh man amazing amazing i love that man one last question for you and then i'll let you go todd what's the coolest place you've flown to recently and why oh my so easily We have glaciers all over the place here and up north. So we, in September, probably the coolest place was I took the team. We flew everybody into British Columbia, which is where I live. And then we had two helicopters and when I was flying and then an A-star and we took the team up to a glacier and did heli paddle up on a glacier lake. And then we had another heli bring up some wine and whiskey and they did a wine and whiskey tasting on top of a glacier, which I didn't get to do because I was a pilot. But I'm saying that I expect that the whiskey certainly probably tasted pretty good at 7,600 feet. So yeah, really cool. Man, that's kind of one of these things when you see the power of Mother Nature from those perspectives, you get such a respect for Yeah, you get a totally different perspective for for the earth and everything that it is. 
yeah, man, I'm not like, you know, my house is made of wood. I understand that, that it's needed and I'm not crazy about, you know, certainly again, I don't go too far one way or too far the other. But what I do know is that we're depleting the resource at, at a rate that hasn't been matched. And so I want to do what I can to shift the balance, you know, the other way to bring it so that there's harmony. You know, I always say that the balance is found in the middle, right? So, yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think of that by myself. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to credit you with it though. Balance is found in the middle, either Todd Lamb or Bruce Lee. <laughs> One of the two. Yeah. the latter. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Dude, thank you for joining. This has been super helpful. I think this is going to open a lot of people's minds to what it means to be an entrepreneur and what it takes to be an entrepreneur. Where can people learn more about you, about Pure Life Organics, obviously your cause and everything. You know, I think there's a lot yeah. of people that would hop on board with, you know, planting trees as well. Where can people learn? Yeah, that'd be cool. So we're at purelifeorganics.com. I write there. My personal Instagram is at creates reality. I'm not a wildly crazy social media guy. So there's probably a post there a day and then I'll do the odd story. But I do answer messages. And if people want to find me on Facebook, they can find me at Todd Lamp or at creates reality on Instagram. And, and I definitely try to interact with people as much as possible for sure beautiful i love it man thank you so much for joining everybody out there you know if you're listening to this live in the facebook group thanks for joining if you're listening to this in podcast land and want to catch these videos live in the facebook group go ahead and go to www.xanderfryer.com forward slash fb group again todd thanks for joining this has been great thanks for coming out thanks so much for having me xander we'll see you soon beautiful thanks man